This is the Horse Radio Network. <clears throat> what a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday morning, and I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And good morning. This is Lisa Graham coming to you from Watsika, Illinois, and you're listening to another special Draft Horse episode of Horses in the Morning on Horse Radio Network, presented by the Draft Horse Journal for December 1st, 2016. Today's episode is number 1578, and this episode is brought to you by the Clydesdale Breeders of the USA. Good morning, heavy horse world. Good morning. Wow, that's a pretty big butt. As I promised, we are going to have a class that is second to none. We are going to be bringing in the Clydesdales, the Belgians, and the Percherons in the arena. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this Thursday morning. We appreciate you being here. And we have, we with much consternation, we have Lisa on the phone this morning. We tried. Poor Lisa. I, you're learning technology woes of sometimes trying to do this show. I tell you, I thought I had everything figured out with this internet service, and then it doesn't work through Skype, and like you and I talked this morning, if we had to do this every day as a main profession, I would pull my hair out. But I do we're do this talking as a main to you profession. live today. <laughs> and I do pull my <laughs> you hair do, out. You <laughs> do, but... <laughs> well, you know what? You can control a lot of things, but the, the satellites and, and Mother Nature, you just can't control that. But like you said, we we got to figure it out. We're going to go live today. And this is an exciting show but I can't believe it's December already. I know. I looked at the calendar this morning and said December first of what year? Two thousand. It just means it's almost two thousand seventeen. <laughs> Before we know it, it'll be two thousand twenty. Well, and you know here. Oh gosh! But you know here in Illinois, we have been having tremendous weather. We've not had our first snow yet. We've we've had temperatures in the thirties, but we haven't had our first big frost yet. Um, it's a little more chilly today. Horses are outside running around and. And all's well, but for December in Illinois to not have snow, we're, we're having a good year. Well, I tell you who's not having a good uh, last couple of days is the people in the south with the tornadoes, and our thoughts and prayers go out to all of them. Uh, we had many hit in the southern states, Alabama and Mississippi, and and then into all the way into Atlanta had several last night. So our thoughts and prayers are with everybody affected by that, and we hope you and your critters are all safe. After, after yeah, and, and the same same thing kind of going on, you know, with, with the Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge when watching on Facebook and seeing a lot of evacuations of, of horse farms. And, man, Mother Nature's just not being good to a lot of people, getting pouring rain and tornadoes in one section and, and so dry and, and fire-ridden in, in another. So, yeah, like you said, thoughts and prayers go out to everybody and, and all of the critters, all four-legged critters are trying to evacuate and find good homes for them to be safe and kind of crazy weather out there. 
You know, and it makes you wonder, too, I always think about the wild animals. You know, that forest there around Gatlinburg oh. is just, you know, infested with all kinds of cool wild animals. And do they get out? You oh. know, do they know? Do they do they make their way out before the fire gets there? Or was it spreading so fast? I always think about them, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, bad thing. But on a happier note, last time we talked, I was in Vegas. So Vegas, the city that kind of never sleeps and when you take a country girl from Illinois into Vegas, it, it is a little overwhelming there, but my goodness, the promotion that they do for that PBR and, and the marketing and, and getting the crowds excited. And my head was turning and, and thoughts were spinning the whole time about how to capture some of that excitement and bring it to our horse industry because the crowds are phenomenal. The excitement is there. Um, actually the sh- the bull riding was the smallest part of the show. It was all the, the pre-hype and the after-hype and, and the excitement getting ready to. So kind of in my mind and some groups were with trying to how to harness that excitement to get it into the horse shows. They have a lot of acts, though, don't they? they not just the, the rodeo, but they have a lot of acts and things that go on as well, too, right? Entertainment stuff? Right. and Exactly. Lots of entertainment, but... The thing that I think is the neat is how they really, really promote and, and make the crowd excited about the individual riders. You know, when they introduce them at the beginning of the show, the lights are down and the spotlight goes on them and there's a ring of fire and it's, it's really exciting. You feel like you know those people because you get to see them individually in the spotlight. And one thing that I know in our draft horse industry that we're doing that kind of simulates that is at the Classic Series Finals in Oklahoma City, each night after the competition, the drivers, we set up about three tables, and, and there are colored brochures with pictures of each hitch and the description of, you know, what breed they are, where they're from, who the owner are, owners are, who the driver is. And then after the class, the drivers all sit at these tables, and they're in their dress clothes, their cowboy hats, their show hats, and they sign autographs. So people from the crowd get to actually come out and say, oh, you drove the Belgians, you're Gary, or you drove the Perturns. And and that's maybe something because of our influence with RFD TV that we're borrowing from more of these events like the road, the PBR and the NFR. But it is really neat. I've taken pictures and posted on Facebook of the crowds of people that are so admiring these six horse hitches. They get to come out and, and shake the driver's hand, get autographs. It's kind of a neat thing. So we might slowly be working into that dazzling form of entertainment. Well, everybody likes celebrities, right? And that's really what the uh, what the rider, the bull riders, and things have become is celebrities. And and you're right, right. they make them into that. Exactly. You know, so yeah, I agree. And and we we really need to borrow that from the more mainstream sports, the basketball players and the football players, and 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 all of that, that they're known. And uh, that's a right step. That's certainly a right first step. I've always said that in addition to bring mainstream people in, the horses are cool and people like seeing horses, but they only like seeing that for a certain length of time. They, you can only hold right. non-horse people for a certain length of time with the same type of show So if you and the same type of classes. So if you've got 12 of the same classes all day long, they're going to come in for an hour and then they're out. 
right? So that's why I believe in the entertainment between classes that there has to be more entertainment and fun and funny and, you know, the clowns and the whole thing are what help make that an entertaining thing. If it just was one bull ride after another for an entire day, nobody would sit for that either. It, it, the reason right. they're sitting for that is because there's entertainment. And I think we need to learn that. And, and they do that well in Europe at a lot of the horse shows. They really provide entertainment between the classes. Otherwise, it is just whether you're watching jumping or whatever you're watching, it does get old for non-horse people after an entire day, right? So, right. Yeah. And I'll tell you, one of the shows that I, I went to earlier this year was out in Grass Valley, California at the Draft Horse Classic and I think in a few of our upcoming episodes, we're go- we're going to talk to some of the, some of the organizers there. But between every draft horse class, they have an entertain entertainer come in, whether it's somebody doing vaulting, or if it's a drill team, or if it's a comedy act, or if it's a Tommy Turvey training technique. There is something between every class. They have a budget that is second to none to allow them to bring in these first class entertainers, and. When I talked to people in the crowd, they said, yes, we come for the draft horse show, but just as important are these world-class entertainers that are between each of the classes that makes you, as you just said, not become bored. You're constantly wondering what's coming next. And so I think that's a great thing that in our industry, we need to continue to find ways to bring outsiders in so they're, they are entertained, but they're educated as well. And, and I know when I'm announcing, I always try to talk about what the judge is looking for, what, what the class represents, you know, what's a unicorn class. Somebody just walking out in the public and they said, oh, the unicorns are going in the ring. You know as well as I do what their first thought uh, w- in yeah, their mind is. Horses with a horn. There's no <laughs> <That's right>. Exactly. <laughs> so. If you educate them, that by the way, if you can make that happen, Lisa, we'll pack every stadium in the country. Uh, just saying, we would, <laughs> we would. But you know, I guess the the bottom line is just getting people educated and entertained, and make it fun to come to these events. Because the best thing about the horse industry, whether it's light horses or draft horses or whatever it is, people are fascinated with horses. So if you can get them once to a show. Chances are they're going to come back over and over, and that's ultimately our goal. There are so many draft horse shows where I, I'm at where there's hardly anybody in the crowd, maybe because it's an urban area or it's just not publicized enough. The exhibitors, that's no fun to an exhibitor to go into an empty arena. You know, when you can go into a ring and there's a 1,000 people or 800 people cheering for you, that's what makes it more fun. You can go win a blue ribbon anywhere, but if there's no crowd there to support you or cheer or be enthused, you know, it, it's just not the same. So I, I guess the bottom line is we need to get people involved and get them coming to these shows. And and as show people, we need to find ways to make it as exciting as we can for the audience. Well, let's, uh, that's not what we plan on talking about this morning, but it is a good conversation because <laughs> no. it's an important conversation, right? Because then, and then exactly. well, we have to move on because we have a packed show. Matter of fact, let's have Jennifer tell us about what's coming up. Up, oh, Jennifer, we cannot hear you. Uh, the technology, it's just not an Illinois thing. <laughs> no, that wasn't technology. That was user error is what that was. <laughs> Oh, no, my computer just went crazy. Okay, more more user error coming up 
on today's show, brought to you by the Draft Horse Journal. Albert Cleaver is going to stop by and tell us about how much fun he had winning lots and lots of stuff at the Keystone International back in September. And next up, Dave Backman from Regal Marketing Group has some pointers on marketing your draft event and how they've found so much success doing just that. And then after the break, Glenn and Lisa are going to share their top holiday gifts for draft horse fans. And then thundering to the finish, Lynn has the latest from the Draft Horse Journal. So stay tuned for the fray, folks. Thank you very much, Jennifer. You know, the Waverly Midwest Horse Sale is the longest running and largest public draft horse auction in existence. Its role in the heavy horses revival can not be argued with. When it began back in 1948, it was the only venue of its kind. And today, the Waverly Midwest Horse Sale remains the draft horse sale to which all others are compared. Each is held. Well, they have two, right? Uh, Lisa, they have one in spring and one in fall every year. Spring and fall. Yeah, you can catch that rainy season in the spring and the fall in Iowa. <laughs> and it's far more than It, it rains every year during Waverly. <laughs> it's a great tradition. You know, they the next one is March 28th through the 31st in 2017. And they do auction off tack and horse-drawn equipment and horse collectibles. They also have over 700 head of horses, including some of the finest draft teams in North America of every size, shape, and color. Even draft crosses, mules, light driving teams, ponies, and miniatures can be found at the Waverly Mid-Horse, Midwest Dr- Horse Sale. Consignments for the spring sale uh, on March 28th to 31st will be accepted right up to sale time. But to be included in the sale catalog, they must receive your consignment by February 3rd. For more information, you want to visit the website at waverlysales.com. That's waverlysales.com. Follow them on Facebook at Waverly Midwest Horse Sale. So, so uh, check it out. If you've never been to a horse auction, you've got to do that once in your life. If you've never been to a draft horse auction, I don't care if you even want to buy one. You have to go. If you're a horse person, put it on your bucket list. You have to go to a draft horse sale before you die. Because it is the coolest thing ever. It is really cool. Exactly. Yeah. And Waverly is like a social event. You know, I lived in Waverly. I worked at at the Waverly Horse Sale. It it is a tradition, but it's like a family reunion every year. Twice a year, you get to meet people from all across the country. And, And for newbies in our industry, you can go to Waverly and you can get every single thing you need to put a team of horses in the show arena or six horse hitch. You can buy the horses, the harness, the tack, the wagon, um, buckets. You can buy every single thing you need at Waverly. And then the unique pieces, too, the, the antique farm machinery. And when I say they might have one plow, they might have 45 or 50 plows. And, you know, if you're looking for single trees, double trees, there might be a thousand of them there. It's It's the craziest thing, but... Man, it is a social event that you do not want to miss, as well as a great opportunity to buy good horses. Well, you got to catch up uh, with one of the top people in the draft world, right? I did. For anybody that follows Facebook, um, goes to the shows, Albert Cleavy from the Blue Ribbon Days Pertrans is one of the nicest people, one of the nicest gentlemen in our industry. And when we talk earlier about promotion and getting people excited, Albert has a following. He is like the social god on Facebook. People just, they absorb everything he types. But what he types is just good, honest, downright horse sense. He he promotes the shows. He promotes his horses. And you will never meet anybody that is more proud of where they came from with the horses, how they started to where they are now. And 
ultimately, they were back-to-back Classic Series champions. They're mayors, very uncommon for mayors to, to keep at the level that, that they compete at. And they were the world champion mayor, Six Horse Hitch. They are champions in every right. And as I said before, just some of the nicest people. It is a combined hitch. It's owned by the, as we said, Albert and Karen Cleavy, and then Jim and Peggy Day from Iowa. And then the managers are the Dean Woodbury family, Dean and Kelly and Cody and Allie are the managers of the horses in Indiana. So it is, it is a way that works for them. There's three families that come together to produce some of the most winning mares in our draft horse industry. All right, take a listen. Today we're coming to you from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We are enjoying the Draft Horse Show at the Keystone International Livestock Expo. And we actually have finished our classes for the day. We are ready to load all the horses up and travel to the next show. Today we are going to visit with one exhibitor that has had a tremendous show as the week has progressed here at Harrisburg. I walk through the barns wondering who can I talk to and and get a feel of the fun of the draft horse show. And there was really no choice other than Mr. Albert Cleavy. Albert is showing the Blue Ribbon Days Pertrans here. And Albert, you've had a tremendous show at the Harrisburg facility this week. Oh, it's been super. I can't complain one bit. I think we won just about every class we went in, and uh, the mares are, are just right on. You know. Well, I have to laugh because you, you talk about being competitive all around in the hitching and the halter, and when it came to the six-horse hitch, the open night was for the mares, and you were first in that. You had some tough competition and some new competition when you come out to the east side of the country. Well, you know, we like to go different places because if you just stay in the Midwest, you only see the hitches there. But uh, if you go east, you get into a totally different group of uh, folks at show. And, uh, you know, we love to go to Loveland and Denver in January. That, uh, that can be a different bunch. You know, you get into some people coming from California and, and out west. Uh, so we, we love to travel around. We go up north in the summertime to Minnesota. That's a great state fair. Uh, we have gone to the Royal in the past years, although this year we've got a uh, we've got another commitment to be at the Big E at, at Fantasia, so we can't go to the Royal. But but we love traveling around. Well, and let's let's kind of look at the schedule here. As I said, you worked on the Six Horse Hitch. You were the winner of that, and then came Halter Day at Keystone, and you had a mare that you were showing. Tell us a little about a little bit about the mare that you had in the Halter class. Well, Sadie, uh, I saw her at uh, Gardyville in February, and uh, we were looking for a hitch mare, but, uh, you know, when you look for a hitch mare, you, you also want some quality there. Dean just won't drive anything that uh, doesn't go straight. Uh, he will not put up with a pigeon-toed horse, uh, even though they look like they're moving better than, than a straight-going horse. Uh, they, they generally don't stay sound. They're much harder to shoe. They're much harder on them themselves because they're throwing their feet sideways instead of straight back just try to stick your toes in sometime and and take a run down the sidewalk and and see how long you last but uh, anyway i happened upon sadie uh i i spotted her and and dean was busy helping guardy rizika sell his gilding so i watched her drive and i really liked what i saw went back to the stall and i really liked what i saw and she went through the ring actually kind of early in the sale and and uh, was was more reasonable than i thought she might be 
Later on, I think she might have brought a little more money in the sale, but uh, she uh, she became a blue ribbon lady and went back to the stall after bought her, and boy, I even liked her more. And then this spring, when we started going to the shows, uh, oh, she was wound kind of tight when we first showed her in the halter classes, and she wanted to kind of show off a little bit. But uh, Dean has finally got her slowed down, and and uh, she uh, she just uh, goes down through there the way she's supposed to be, and all the parts and pieces are put in the right places. She's got uh, plenty of foot to uh, to make a, a good halter mare, nice clean joint. Uh, travels just just perfect and when you look at her with that head sticking up in the air you absolutely have to fall in love with her so Sadie's my girl well let's talk about Sadie she come in she was first in her class and then she became grand champion mayor well senior champion well she was senior champion and then went on to grand and then here at the Keystone show we have best of breed where we bring our champion mayor champion gelding and champion stallion back into the arena and we pick the horse that's going to represent the breed the best here as a halter horse. And Miss Sadie was chosen best to breed for the Pertrans. So at the conclusion of the halter show, we going, we're bringing back in the best of the breed for the Shires, the Belgians, the Pertrans, and the Clydesdales. And then our judges review each four horses again. And it just so happened this year that the best of the breed had three mares competing and one stallion was all vying for title of best of breed the judges turned in their cards and miss sadie was the supreme horse of the show so how exciting was to see her standing as supreme horse of the show well when you look out up there at her you just gotta love her you know that head sticking straight in the air and ears pointed forward uh how can you not like a horse like that so uh, we're just very very proud of her very proud of her being a, a halter horse but we're also just loving her in the hitch we can put her anywhere that's a nice thing about our six mares is uh we, we really have six lead mares we just kind of put the bigger ones back towards the back uh sadie was uh was in the four horse hitch and she was in the lead of that the the next class we moved her back in the wheel and her and unique was uh in the team class and and i think kind of ran away with that class and won it uh tonight we used her in the uh wheel of the of the six so she can go anywhere from the in fact we've got six of them and dean dean will switch them around on me at times i think he's trying to just mix me up or or mix up the harness see if i can keep it straight but uh, we can just switch them around and they can go any which where uh, I know everybody knows about Melody the gray mare uh, she normally goes in the lead but uh, in the four she was in the wheel she has been used in the swing we can just stick her anywhere we can put any of them anywhere we want to anytime and, and they'll just go on well, I think that is one thing about your mares. They are very versatile, and as you say, they can kind of go in any position of the hitch. But So we're going to keep talking about your big show here. So you come back, you've won the mare six, you've now had the supreme halter horse with Sadie, and then tonight you come in, it is the classic series six-horse hitch. You're competing against all the other breeds, mares and geldings coming in together. Um, you were in the first heat, you had a great go, and then all of a sudden we have a drive-off. So how much attention do you pay when I'm talking about who's coming back in? The drive-off, is that important to you? 
Well, sure it is. And actually, we were in the second heat. Right. There's a little bit of a disadvantage there. Uh, the first four came in, and, and uh, they had their heat. The second four came in. Uh, we parked in the middle, and the judges walked around them, and, and they looked at them. And then uh, all of a sudden, we got pulled out to be in the drive-off. And, of course, they'd only stood there for a couple of minutes to catch their wind. And I knew that was a little bit of a disadvantage because the two that we were against were in the first heat, and they'd had to go out there and and uh, had time to take a little break and catch their wind, and and uh, I knew they were going to be fresh. But uh, the mares never let Dean down. Well, and and we have to talk about the drive off. The drive off came in, and as you said, we had three hitches. Our judges at this show were Mr. Wayne Waring joining us from Blackfoot, Idaho, and Sherry Lewis from Ontario. They asked to see three hitches back out on the rail, and the Blue Ribbon Days was one of them. You had a great go, but tell us a little bit because I know there was a little concern. You had a loose shoe. Well, actually, uh, on the drive-off, I guess the mare, uh, swing mare, lost the shoe as she came in. And, uh, of course, I was live streaming, and, and uh, I didn't see it. Uh, I don't think the judges uh, really could see it because the mare just went on. She did not miss a beat. I was watching her from where I was, and I didn't see anything. So, I mean, that just shows that they have a heart to keep going no matter what. That's true. That's exactly right. You know, it, it doesn't make any difference. They don't have to. Uh, people talk about, you know, we put these big shoes on them, and that's what it takes to give them the animation. But it's not. It's in their heart, and uh, that's that's what it takes to make a hitch horse. Absolutely. So, to make a long story short, you were crowned tonight's champion. You were, again, against the Geldings and all the other breeds, and, and you won the Classic Series, which takes us back a few weeks ago when we were in Oklahoma. You were, this year, the reserve champion six-horse hitch for the North American Finals, but you went into that Finals as back-to-back champions, so I think you've set the bar really hard, really high for the other competitors. Well, I think you're right. You know, luckily, we're the only mares that's ever had that championship and we had back to back and and we got the reserve uh, this year uh, we were right in the running till the till the last uh, till the last class uh, for those that's not familiar with it we go down there and we hook the six three times under three different judges uh, the first night we were lucky enough to win the second night we were second and uh, actually was leading by one point going into the final night and uh, we didn't we weren't able to uh, to uh, come up with the first or second we were third that third night and and that put us as uh, as second place or reserve overall but we're honored to be a reserve I mean when you're talking I don't know hundred uh, plus uh, six horse hitches there's probably maybe a couple of hundred six horse hitches uh, showing throughout the US and, and Canada and when you're looking at that many and and your first or second I'm mighty pleased to be second. Absolutely. So just so your night couldn't get much better, you had the winning mare six. You were the supreme halter horse of the show with uh, Sadie. Then you come in tonight and you 
dominate. You win first place in the Classic Series. But one thing we have to talk about, because it's, it's quite funny here at Harrisburg, each and every year the American Shire Horse Association raffles off a cart. And you have to buy tickets, and uh, it's kind of a big deal. It's a fundraiser for the Shire Association, but it's also a way for an exhibitor or whoever buys a ticket to get in the business and get a nice show cart. So they told me that you had bought a ticket just the other night. You didn't really know what it was about, but you donated your $25 to get your tickets. Tonight, we have an independent person draw out the winning ticket. And my golly, the name on the ticket was Albert Cleavy. Had you any inclination you were going to win that cart? Well, sure I did. I told the lady that sold me tickets. I said, just bring the cart down here and park it because I'm going to win it. <laughs> but uh, no, I really didn't. Uh, but I, I, uh, uh, I'm just tickled to death to help support the Shires, the Clydesdales, the Belgians, the Percher Association. We have to support them all. Uh, right. Well, I, I tell you, I had to laugh because you and I have a very personal relationship. And when I drew, well, they drew your name out and they handed me the card and I had called you, but you didn't hear the phone ringing. So you didn't know. So I thought the best way to get to you would be to announce it over the speaker. And me being the jokester, I just simply said, Albert Cleavy, you won the cart, but you only have 22 seconds to get into the ring to claim it. And as soon as you heard that, what happened? Well, I was about 125 yards away, and I did that in 21 seconds. <laughs> Literally, Albert runs into the arena, waving his arms and hands, saying, I'm here, I'm here. And uh, it, it was kind of neat. But I, I just think, what a show you've had. And, and Albert, many of you know Albert from Facebook because he does keep us abreast of what's going on all across the country. He's posting results. And one thing I know you get a lot of praise for is your videoing and live streaming because there's so many people that don't get to go to these shows, and you're their connection. They they follow you, and we just talked about you have over 4,000 friends on Facebook, and every day you go to a show, you get to meet somebody new. We just introduced you to Charity. She said, I have to meet this man. I, I follow him on Facebook. I have to meet him. So you are kind of the Facebook king of our industry, and, and you have a great time. You have a tremendous hit. You referred to Dean several times, but that is Dean Woodbury. Dean and Kelly and Allie and Cody, the Woodbury family in Indiana, are the managers of your horses and, and do the driving and the promoting. And But I have to say, you're not an owner that just sits in the crowd and watches. As we're doing this interview right now, tell me what you're doing while we're interviewing. Well, I'm cleaning the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally sitting on a bucket washing the wagon wheels. So, Albert, I know you're going on down the road. Tell us where you're going to be next with the Blue Ribbon Day girls. Well, they will be at the Michigan Great Lakes next weekend. And then, uh, actually, we're going to go out to the Big E and uh, be in Fantasia. They've invited us out there. Dean will go out and, and uh, hook the six four nights. He'll go in an exhibition, show everybody how you figure eight and spend the top and and do the docking maneuver and and uh just uh people seem to love it i know we were at ohio the last couple of years and put on the demonstration uh at ohio it's amazing i don't know what that arena it's a typical state fair arena and i don't know what it holds but they fill that up four nights in a row and it's just so fulfilling to walk in there and uh see flashes going off and people clapping and cheering and and uh, that that makes you really appreciate what you do 
Absolutely. And and in closing, I just want to say again, we have a tremendous family in our draft horse industry. But Albert, you're you're one of a kind. You have lots of followers out there. You truly are Mr. Draft Horse, and it's a pleasure to be with you here and seeing you win all your championships and winning that cart. So you've had a great show, and, and we wish you the best of luck down the road. Absolutely, and I appreciate uh, all the Blue Ribbon fans that, that know about us. If you haven't uh, found me on Facebook, just go to Blue Ribbon Days Pertrans and uh, like the page. Uh, that way, uh, when I go to live streaming, it'll pop up, and if you want to watch, great. And if, if you're busy and don't have time, then you can actually come back and watch it later because it appears as a, as a video after it's live streamed. So you have two chances. You can watch it live, or you can come back and watch it later and uh, I I know I really enjoy uh, other folks live streaming because there's some shows that I can't go to and well last week the the Big E it was live streamed I was in Farmington Missouri certainly couldn't be in uh, uh, East Springfield Massachusetts so I tuned in and and got to watch a lot of it and uh, just absolutely appreciate and, and love for other people to do it too when when I'm not there so uh, uh, tune in and, and watch us anytime. Love to have you. All right. Thank you so much for sharing your passion with the Pertrans and all of our draft horses. Over the last 30 years, the Penwoods Equine product line has grown from its original groundbreaking vitamin and mineral mix to include 26 products. As the market has changed and the nutritional science has evolved, so has Penwood Equine's product line, with quality supplements that support joint, hoof, performance, digestive, growth, and breeding health. Yet one thing still remains that separates Penwood's Equine from the competition. Every one of their products contains a large dose of common sense. Penwood's Equine products are available at Shipshawana Harness and Supplies, or Ask for Penwood's Equine products at your local tack and feed supplier. For more information, you can call them at 800-255-3066 or visit them online at penwoods.com. Well, we're back here live on Horses in the Morning. It's Draft Horse Day. You just heard an interview with Albert Cleave, and now we have another one coming up, and your guest is ready, Lisa. Hi, we're going to be talking with Dave Backman from Regal Marketing Group. Dave is located in North Indiana. And Dave, are you with us this morning? I am. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being uh, part of our show. We're really excited to kind of share with our with our listeners what the marketing group is about, because you really are cutting edge in our industry. There's, there's nobody out there promoting our draft horses and our industry and our our vendors and suppliers like you. So we're going to go back to the very beginning and, and talk about young Dave. Dave gets out of school and he decides he's going to do some marketing, but what made you focus on draft horses? Well, I, as a, as a young person, I grew up uh, with draft horses through my aunt Sharon, who her uncle and is Frank Rossler. Um, okay. which would also be my mother's uncle. So through my aunt and my late uncle, Ron Reamer, that's how I was exposed to draft horses. Right. So Belgians were always a passion? It, that, that's what they had, so that's what it developed into. <laughs> and then uh, 
years later, you probably know Rick Reamer and Randy Reamer, and we began showing horses together. Um, and it, I guess the way I got into marketing horses is I had an understanding of them and a passion for the heavy horse in general. And, uh, when I went to college, I got a background in, uh, education, marketing, and graphic design. Wow. And so you grew up in Wisconsin. We'll, we'll get that, that you grew up in Wisconsin. I Mary grew started up in re- Minneapolis, Minneapolis, oh my. Minnesota. See, I'm and, learning more about you. I didn't know that. Yeah, I grew up in inner city Minneapolis. Uh, that's where my mother lived and my father. And then in the summers, I would go to Wisconsin where the horses were. I see. So you you ultimately get married, raise a family, start at your family in Wisconsin. And then all of a sudden, your marketing takes off. You are kind of, like I said in the beginning, you are the one of the only ones promoting our industry. And so you had to make a big life change from living in Wisconsin and you made a decision to move to Indiana. It was a big life change. Starting back when I got out of college, I I started teaching school and, uh, Mm -hmm. and I taught for seven years. And, and during that same time, I was marketing draft horses and doing advertising and, and logo design and starting doing some ads for clients for the draft horse journal. And, um, it got to the point where, where I had to decide whether I was going to follow my passion or, or which was the marketing in the draft horse industry or to continue teaching school. And uh, lucky enough, I had the support of my wife and, and family that I was able to take that leap and do what I love. Uh, so now you've, you've moved to Indiana and your business starts to grow. You go from just doing these little designs um, and doing logos to where it is now a full-time job for you, and you start the push to promote the draft horses. And as people start seeing you around at the event, and the word that Dave can help you get your name out there, get your horses out there, starts to become more popular. I know going going back in history, we, we kind of joke, I remember when you were known as Regal Graphic. And we were doing the shows in Jordan, Minnesota. And this is this is back in the early 2000s. And the way you promoted it was we always had a cooler up in the announcer stand. And it had a big sticker on it that said, Regal Graphics, you raise the champions and we'll help promote them. And you always provided the water and soda for the staff at the fair. And right. and that is what I remember as the first, wow, what is this? Who's who's promoting our industry? And and then all of a sudden, the next thing I kind of remember is you now have this big truck and trailer that you're going down the road in, and you now, how I would perceive it, you are like the chamber of commerce for the draft horse industry. I think that's a very accurate statement, I, I, and I think it goes back to, it almost goes back to that uh, comment on the cooler, um, and what I consider the champions now, and what I like to champion is the draft horse industry as a whole. Um, we are a very unique industry and, uh, I love to market the individuals within that industry that belong to my marketing group. And I love to share that with the people outside of our industry. So the marketing group is really twofold and it's to promote my members. And it's also to promote my members within our industry and to promote our, our industry to the outside people. You know, we were just talking about that. 
And Lisa, I'll just interrupt here a second. Dave, we were just talking about that at the beginning of the show. And what we have to do as an industry, as a horse industry, not just drafts, but everybody, as a horse industry to bring in the outside people who who really have a casual interest in seeing a horse, but then how do you keep them? And so what have you found that's been working? Have you tried new things? What have you found that's been working to accomplish that? Well, the, the I guess we'll go back to your last guest. Not every, not every hitch or every farm has an Albert Clevey. Um, that engages so well with the public. So I guess what I've done is I've created that environment with the showroom trailer where the person that is there taking in an event, I think feels um, a little more comfortable of walking in and asking questions to me versus walking up to somebody that's busy getting horses ready. And we when when a show is getting ready to start and everybody's getting ready, that's when my showroom is the busiest. These people want to know what's what's going on. They want to know what they're going to see. And through that, we've met a lot of people that that then have entered the industry in one form or another. And for for instance, Glenn doesn't probably vision what we're talking about when we talk about your trailer. So we're not just talking that you go down the road with a horse trailer. You literally have a mobile showroom. It is a large trailer, but nice sliding doors. You step in, and once you step into that trailer, you feel like you're in an office. And all of your members of your marketing group have posters on the wall, pamphlets to hand out. Um, There's videos of shows of commercials running all the time. You have your computer right there. I've seen people literally walk up to you and say, hey, this is my horse. This is my name. Put this together and make me a logo. And, and you can sit there in your mobile office in the showroom and put all that together. So yeah. where did you come up with that idea? Because just that alone, and Glenn, I wish you could see it. When we pull into these events, he calls it the, the Regal Eagle because the semi is beautiful. And Dave is always first class. Everything's clean, organized, ready to go. But this trailer, it is like an office. Well, I, I think the that was something that developed over the years. You know, we're going into our 24th year of, of marketing draft horses and doing draft horse advertising. Um, for a long time, we set up a booth like many vendors do. Um, and what I found was two things. Number one, we're not a vendor. We're an information hub. And two, it wasn't the kind of environment that I could engage with the public very well. Um, I needed to bring those people into my environment and showcase these horses and these individuals in the light that I wanted to, not, not what the venue provided us. Um, so when it was time to get another trailer, um, I enlisted the help of Jim Hilgendorf at Shipshawana Trailer, who is a member of ours, and Craig Hammersmith at Defiance Truck and Hammersmith Belgians, who's a member of ours, and we sought out to find that type of trailer. And and what it is, it's a it's a NASCAR type transporter, a forty nine foot semi trailer. That you're exactly right. We're a complete mobile office. Now I can picture um, it. I can do. <laughs> So did you said NASCAR okay. trailer? I know cool. what those look like. <laughs> well, and it's funny. We I turn the CB off when we're going down the road because everybody thinks we're hauling a NASCAR, and 
until they'd read the signs, they'd know we're not. Um, <laughs> but we have the same capabilities in that trailer as we do here in the offices at Studio 121. Um, I need one of those. So, I need one of those for the Horse what? Radio Network, Dave. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> I need a mobile one it's like been, that. It, it, it's been a long time coming. When I started out, my first trailer was a, was a pressure-treated wood trailer that uh, my dad built. So we've come a long ways. Now, let me ask you, Dave. We talk- so what's, what, is the, what do you consider as a marketer in, in the draft horse world? What do you consider as your biggest challenge? What's the thing you keep butting your head against? And then what do you view in the future are the solutions to, to the problem that really all horse sports are having, and that is getting people out to watch, putting butts in the seats is the things we all try and do, right? Okay, um, I think I think my first answer will will help kind of answer the second one. My biggest challenge is explaining to people, and that being my members, that running an ad isn't marketing. That running an ad is a or creating a logo or doing any of those things is a part of marketing. And what we did by creating the Regal Marketing Group and 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 having some members within that group is it's kind of uh, full circle marketing. Marketing is a program and all these pieces need to fit in it. And two, what I butt my head up against and the reason I went to the marketing group and now I only do work for marketing group members. And the reason I went to that is so many people did not understand what marketing was, and they felt that marketing was just running an ad. And Albert Cleavy, who you just interviewed, is a perfect example of he's his own little marketing machine. Um, and you look at all the different things he does, that's what it takes. So going into the future, what I see is I think the Regal Marketing Group plays a big role in getting people in the stance. Um, programs like yours play a big role in getting people in the stands. Elbert Cleavy plays a big role, and I think all of us need to start playing a bigger and bigger role to show people what we have in this industry. I agree, and you know, and so I, don't I, you believe? Go ahead, Lisa. Sorry. Social mark. I'm just going to say, social media is such a a positive thing. Yes, there's always drawbacks to it, but social media is such a positive thing, and that's where I know Albert, that's, that's why he's known by so many is because yes. he's out there every single day putting something out, whether it's just a one sentence or it's a paragraph or it's a picture. And his pride comes through, you know, whether he's talking about a card horse or a six horse hitch, the pride in his horses and his accomplishments comes through. And I Absolutely. think legal marketing, your members have that same pride because you push them to new levels. but. I've, I've been asked many times, what does Regal Marketing do for you? How do you become a member, and why would I want to become a member? And I, I know you never want to turn business away, but you are selective who you bring into your circle. So I, I, maybe I am very explain selective. that. I am very selective, and it's not because um, one individual is better than the other. That's not it at all. What I'm looking at is a fit. I'm looking at somebody that wants to take that step to full marketing, not just advertising. Um, 
And the, the other thing is I have to have people within my group that I can put my reputation behind. Um, mm-hmm. For example, the products and services and those members of my group, when I recommend those to somebody like a Chamber of Commerce would, I put my name behind them with no questions, no hesitation whatsoever. Um, the, the other reason for being selective is I am a one-person shop, and I can only service so many people at the level that I want to service them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's kind of the thing. And right now we are, the Regal Marketing Group is somewhat a, a closed environment. We are not accepting active new members. We do have a waiting list going. Well, that's good business. You know, that means what you're doing is working, and people want to be a part of the group. And you travel a lot. You're on the road. I see you at many of the venues that I go to, but you do spend a lot of time on the road. And this year, you made a trip to the far west. Tell us about that, because I was excited to see you out west. Well, I, you you and I travel about kind of the same circuit, like you said, and, and we do put on a lot of miles. Uh, most of yours are adventures through airports and mine's through <laughs> right. truck stops. So um, we did go out west to the, the Mona event this year uh, in Mona, Utah, and it was it was a great event. And, and that brings me into talking a little bit about how we choose events. And the reason I took the... 1,690 mile trip out to Mona, Utah was it's a fresh horse area. Um, they have a tremendous crowd at this event and I wanted to engage with that crowd. I wanted that crowd to see that this industry is even bigger than what they were seeing there in Mona, Utah. Well, and I have to laugh because there was times when the show would get done and I'd come by the trailer and with your trailer, you have one door in and it's the same door you come out of. And many times there was a line. And I remember one little boy coming out and he said, did you see all those pictures in there? And I said, yeah, I'm going to go look at them again. But he was this young boy. I'm saying six or seven years old was so intrigued because inside your mobile office, you have pictures of of all of your members and and their horses and the pamphlets and this little boy, I just remember the twinkle in his eye. He was, he was taking these pamphlets and whether he's going to do anything with them or not, I think it made a difference because he he felt close to these draft horses because he got to go in and and see all these pictures. And, you know, you and your dad are very nice to everybody and and you do get asked a lot of silly questions, I'm sure. But Glenn and I, Glenn and I talked earlier, any thing that engages people about our industry is good, whether it's a silly question or a, or a fact or a, just even a memory. So many people I'm sure tell you, well, my grandpa farmed with horses, so I have a connection with the draft. Oh, exactly. Well, and like that little boy, Lisa, if, if he just has a better understanding of what he just saw there at Mona, Mm -hmm. we won. If, if being out West there, if then he just, you know, him and his family decide they're going to go to the National Western Stock Show and see the same thing. We won. I guess in a lot of events, I would just like the public to know that we are an industry. And and, and uh, we are an industry of a very diverse group of kind of people. And not everybody has to own a six-horse hitch to still be part right. of our industry. 
Right. Well, and another, another good thing about your business is you do do a lot of ads for your members. And this time of the year is extremely busy for you because a lot of the deadlines are for the magazines that will be coming out January of next year. All their deadlines are kind of coming together. And you do a lot of work for the Draft Horse Journal. And I know yep. talking with Lynn, he says he appreciates it so much when he knows your members are going to put an ad in the draft horse journal because you're going to send it to him done, ready to go, go in. He has, he doesn't even have to touch it because he knows it's camera ready once he gets it. But I have to give a shout out yesterday. I called you at three o'clock in the afternoon. I I think it was. And I said, (laughs) I need an ad in the next couple hours. And you were so accommodating. You said, let's talk about it. Tell me what you're envisioning. And I, and I thought that was kind of neat because you said to me, what's your goal? What, what do you want this ad to say? And I yes. was helping to do an ad for the upcoming world Clydesdale show. And when you asked me what my goal was, then I instantly, I had to think for a minute and say, well, we want to promote the show, but we want to focus that we're promoting versatility, writing classes, dressage yeah. classes, added, added prize money, giveaways. And within literally an hour, you gave me a first class ad. So well, I was well, excited you, to share Lisa. that with the, well, you know, thank it was you. just me that you're, you, you asked the right questions. I give you what I wanted and you produced it and it is a marketing tool, but you travel many, many miles to help promote our whole industry. We do. And I, and I love doing it. And I'm lucky enough that like you mentioned my father, I'm lucky enough that my father is able to travel with me quite a bit. It's a, it's a lot of fun for us to spend time together um, and when you talked about the Draft Horse Journal, the other thing that I feel, feel very fortunate about, you mentioned Lynn feeling fortunate about my clients running ads. I, I feel very fortunate that, that Lynn has kept the Draft Horse Journal going, and it is the foremost uh, publication in the Draft Horse Breeds. Um, and we are an official ad agency for the journal. So when we're out and about uh, at these events, the other thing that we've been able to do is – get these people that are just interested in our industry to subscribe to the draft horse journal. And now they have a quarterly publication that they see and it has show results and sale results and advertising, uh, from, from people in the business. Well, Dave, we're running out of time here. We call it the Bible. Yeah. Lisa, we're running out of time. Dave, where can people find your website? Uh, no website. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty stuck on that social media. You can find us on Facebook at, uh, Regal marketing group. Okay. And our next event that we're going to will be the uh, Mid-America Draft Horse Sale in Gordayville, Illinois, right by Lisa's hometown. All right. Sounds good. Just search for Regal Marketing Group on Facebook. Thanks, Dave, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Hey, thank you. And Merry Christmas. All right. Have a great day. You too. Well, we're going to take a little break for our song of the day. And, of course, we're in the holidays, so I have a little holiday song for you called Christmas for Cowboys from Bren Hill. And then we're coming back, and this is going to get us in the mood, Lisa, because we're going to be talking some holiday gifts for the draft horse lover in your life. And uh, so let's hope this helps get us in the mood. Tall in the saddle, we spend Christmas Day Driving cattle over snow-covered plains All of the good gifts are given today 
Ours is the sky, the wide open plains. A campfire for warmth, we stop for the night. Stars overhead, our Christmas tree lights. The wind sings a hymn as we bow down to pray. Christmas for cowboys and wide open plains. Back in the city, they have different ways. Ball and eggnog and Christmas parades. I'll take the blanket, I'll take the reins. Christmas for cowboys and wide open plains. Spend Christmas Day Driving cattle over snow-covered plains All of the good gifts are given today Ours is the sky and the wide open plains and supplies in the heart of draft horse country in Shipshawana, Indiana is your source for everything draft horse. Their large inventory of in-house crafted harness, halters, and show bridles, showtime blankets, sweats, wagons, and carts, horse care products, and even shoeing supplies will fill the needs of the heavy horse hobbyist, the horse farmer, the heavy horse exhibitor, and the horse pulling competitor. You can find them online at ShipshawanaHarness.com, as well as on Facebook at Shipshawana Harness. Or you can give them a call at 260-768-7254. Just ask for Bob. Shipshawana Harness and Supplies, your source for everything draft horse. Well, we're back here at the uh, Draft Horse episode with Lisa Graham and presented by the Draft Horse Journal. Well, Lisa, I know you know a little bit about products uh, because you sell some through your store. And we're going to talk a little bit about some ideas for the holidays. We love doing this on all the shows, giving people some gift buying ideas. So what have you got for us for the Draft Horse lovers? Well, I'd like to say we're like Oprah and Ellen and going to give million dollar gifts away. That's but- it. 
Lisa, you're so kind and not generous. There yet. Oh, you're not going to do that? No, not yet. Maybe oh. next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> I'll forgive you. We kind of talked about it last month when we were going to do this. And oh, you I just got, Lisa, you just it. got really quiet on us. Did you change something? Oh. Uh, nope. Can you hear me there? Okay. That's a little better. All right. We're better. Yeah. Um, so I put a lot of thought into this, but actually the items that I started picking out were items that I've purchased as gifts. So I think if I like them and I can promote them and they work for me, I'm going to share them with our listeners. So right off the bat, I'm going to say probably one of my best ideas to give away this year for all of your horse friends or yourself is from the Clydesdale store and more. And it's the harness, the hope line we have, and I've sent you pictures, Glenn, so you can see this. It is a black, sweatshirt or a black t-shirt and it has a six horse hitch and hot pink across the front and it says harness the hope and it has the breast cancer ribbon on it and this is a gift that gives back if you purchase this gift 20 percent of the sales go right back to the american cancer society so i think this is a top gift whether you show light horses heavy horses or whatever breed it is getting one of the shirts from the harness the hope line would be a tremendous gift. They're, they're unisex, ladies, kids. We have them in kid sizes, and the prices start at $40 and go down to $10. So it's something that everybody can afford, and part of it's going to go right back into the American Cancer Society. Wow. So what size do you need, Glenn? I'm <laughs> one. Well, that's a terrific idea, by the way. What a great idea. Are yeah. these, um, and yeah. where can people find them? This is all on Facebook, and it's the Clydesdale Store and more on Facebook. And you can scroll through the pictures, and I'll be putting it at the top of the list today so people can see exactly what they are. And you can order them online. Just shoot me a message, and once we ship them out, we invoice you. It's all done real quick and easy. And if you buy more than one, you get a discount. So it all works. Okay. Sounds good. And that's the Harnessing the Hope t-shirt and in a beautiful black and pink. Mm-hmm. And it's a hoodie, too. You, if you're in the cold weather, you can get the, the sweatshirt hoodie as well. And, of course, 20% of so, the sales go to the American Cancer Society, so you can't beat that right there. Exactly. And, and you're going to notice kind of a theme with all of my items that I picked for this. Made in the U.S. I, I think that Regardless of your political stance, let's try to buy as much American made as we can. And so my next item that it's a little pricier, if you're looking to buy something that's going to last a lifetime, the Electro Groom Vacuum. Now, you can get this at Shipsalana Harness and Supplies. Bob has sent me one last year. This is what my son Austin got for Christmas because I'm telling you, Glenn, you got to think about these things. I wrote it off on my taxes and I gave it away as a gift because <laughs> it, it really is one of those things that's going to last him 20 or 30 years. When I looked back through some of the old draft horse journals in the early 1960s, they were advertising the electro groom. And honestly, it has not changed much. You know, the color schemes and the more modernization of it has changed. But this is something that's made in the USA, the electro groom vacuum. It's an excellent grooming tool. You can use it to um, vacuum the horses, vacuum the stall decorations, 
it's also a, a very powerful blower. If you have Shires or Clydesdales and you want to blow dry those feather, you can use your vacuum as a blower. You can blow the dust off your decorations. It's, it runs around $630 on Shipshawana Harness and Supplies website. But again, it's made in America and this thing is going to last you 25 plus years. So if you're looking for an expensive gift, you can write off on your taxes the Electro Groom Vacuum to be at the top of my list. Uh, you know, and you got you, uh, a lot of light horse people don't do the vacuum thing with the horses, but uh, I know the draft horse people do it. And if this thing will work on a draft horse, it's certainly going to work on your hackney pony. Exactly. <laughs> and, and like I said, it lasts, it lasts forever. And, and you know, they make covers for them. You can get the covers made in your your uh, show colors. We We have one here. Um, it's, it's just a great gift and it's something that's very practical. So when my son probably went to school as a freshman and, and they said, what'd you get for Christmas? And he said, a vacuum, they probably had no clue, (laughs) (laughs) but he loved it. I'm telling you, he was excited. He loved it. So, but moving, moving on a couple other things that are on my list and we'll go back to ship harness because a lot of these things. Bob is like the Amazon of our draft horse industry. He can get all of the things that we're talking about today. Um, one of our guests in the past has been Kathy Zom, And Kathy, as we talk about, is one of the leading trainers in the industry. Um, and by far, one of the top lady trainers in history in our draft horse industry. And she's got some merchandise that she features at Shipshawana Harness. And if you're looking for a nice gift for beginners in our industry... For $39.95, Kathy has her training DVDs, and she has a series of two. The first series is all about grooming tips and getting your horse groomed and fit for sales or for shows. And then the next the next series is about starting your horse in harness. And she shows you everything from the rank horse coming into the barn, how to get it settled down to, to getting it harnessed and bridled and working it in the round pen these videos are amazing. I, I know we have them here and it's not uncommon to pop them in and, and just watch. And you always learn something, but these are the kind of videos that you can go back and use as a reference. You can watch them over and over and you're, you're going to learn something new every time because Kathy is top notch. So if you're looking for Kathy's um, training videos, again, thirty nine ninety five, proudly made in USA and in Indiana and available at Shipshawana Harness. But I was talking with Kathy yesterday, and I said, you know, there are, like, for instance, Glenn, if you're looking for something for Jennifer and you're willing to spend a little money and you want a unique Christmas gift, a gift certificate for one of Kathy's driving schools would be, would be an awesome gift because you're going to get hands-on experience with one of the top trainers in the, in the draft horse industry, and it's $395 to go stay with um, Indiana. You'll be there Wednesday through Saturday. She does these classes in May and in June, so she does have some open spots. But $395, you buy your own hotel room, but that $395 gets you hands-on training with Kathy. You work horses. You learn about harness. You learn about equipment. You take a trip into the Amish country and visit some of the different workshops you eat out at some of the best Amish places that Indiana has to offer. And I'm just thinking, not only is it a vacation, but it's a vacation where you get to work with draft horses 
And it's $395. You can contact Kathy Direct. You can call Shipshawana Harness, and, and they'll get you a little form that you can send out to whoever you're buying the gift for. But I'd, I'd be willing to go to Indiana. Uh, first of all, I want to correct you. It should be Jennifer buying it for me because I'm the driver. So let me just correct that, okay? Uh, that's the right order. Yeah, of we'll talk after the show. Because <laughs> this looks like a lot of fun. Oh, it's 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 amazing, and you know it's not about getting a pair of horses that are going to go into the show arena. You're going to get young horses that have never done anything, and you're going to watch the transformation with just four days with Kathy from these horses coming in never being handled or for for definitely never having harness on them to watching her techniques, working them in the round pen, getting them hooked with her breaking horse. And then ultimately driving the horse on its own, all in all in this four days. So you watch the growth, and it's not done and complete. Yes, the horse will still need more work, but it's it's a gratification seeing the difference that you made with this horse, and and learning from one of the best in in our industry as well. That's very cool. You know, Jennifer was typing in the background and made a good point. Most of these you get to go watch, and you never get to touch touch the reins, and and that makes a big difference too. Exactly. And Kathy and Kathy will hand you the lead rope. She'll hand you the line. She'll hand you the hose when it's time to wash and bathe. <laughs> she wants you to take home the knowledge that you could do this on your own. So it, it's it's kind of a neat thing. And three hundred dollars, three hundred ninety five dollar gift certificate. If you got a little package under the tree and it had that in it, I think most people would be happy. And where do you buy those at her at her website or at Chip Shawana? Which, uh... You can find Kathy on Facebook, Kathy Zom on Facebook, or you can call Shipshawana Harness, and and they can get you in touch with them as well. Okay, very good. Sounds like a so plan. So my my Christmas gift, is, yeah, my Christmas uh, checkoff list is is pretty basic, but I'm telling you what, when you when you want to continue to support this industry, I I think I've picked some goodies here. So we'll we'll just keep going on. I was thinking about stocking stuffers and I thought, what do one of our supporters or our sponsors, what would be a stocking stuffer? And then it hit me because we had to use this last week and I thought, perfect stocking stuffers. It's, it's brought to us by the good folks at Pinwoods and uh, Pinwoods probiotic, probiotics. It's $9 a tube. And again, my my son is extremely horsey. If I threw these tubes in his stocking, he would think it was like a gold mine. The Pinwood um, Probias, if you've wormed your horses or your horses are on antibiotics or they've been sick, a lot of times they lose all that good bacteria in their stomachs. You can give them a tube of this Pin Pro B, and it will help replace everything that they lost. It's It's not a big medicinal thing. It's just to help get them going again after, like I said, being down or being sick or getting warm. And you can buy it at Shipshawana Harness. It's $9 a tube, or you can buy it in case lots. If you have a lot of horses, you can buy it in case lots. But perfect perfect stocking stuffer. And, and it doesn't have to be just for draft horses. Very cool. You know, and, and there's one of the groups that likes practical gifts is horse people. Horse people get practical gifts. You can't say that for everybody, right? But horse people get practical gifts. Well, and like I said, you know, Austin and I live on a farm, and, and we have horses in and out all the time. So 
when I can buy him gifts like this that I can write off on my taxes, it's even better because, you know, it is a farm expense. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, when I was talking to um, Bob at Shipshawn Harness, I said, what seems to be the hot thing out there? I mean, right now for Christmas gifts, what would be a, a top seller for you? And I was, I was a little surprised, but after he told me and I realized that we have several pair of these, it, it makes sense. At Shipshawana Harness, they've come out with adjustable cross ties. And I know in our draft horse industry, cross tying your horse in the aisle is, is a common thing. I mean, that's what you do at the shows. That's what you do at home to either work them, groom them, harness them. But Shipshawana Harness, again, probably made in the USA, have come up with these adjustable nylon flat cross ties. And kind of a funny thing is they come in 16 colors. I couldn't think of 16 colors until I went on the website to see it, but they come in all the basic colors. But if you're trying to promote some fun colors in your barn or your draft horses, it comes in pink and purple, turquoise, yellow, lime green. And these cross ties adjust from 48 inches up to 84 inches. And they're $30 a pair. We have six, you know, we have three pairs in our barn. That way, when you hook horses, you can cross tie the pairs together. But what a, what a neat gift I hadn't thought about that it's something that you can use in your own barn or, or take to the shows with you for $30 a pair. And again, they're available at Shipshawana Harness. And uh, do they have the quick release snap? They do. Good. Okay. They do. They have the bull, the bull snap and then the quick release. So, yeah, they're and, and when Bob said they come in sixteen colors, I kept thinking, how can there be sixteen colors out there? But they they are, and that is kind of funny. You're watching in the draft horse industry. Some some people are getting real creative with the colors that they're promoting their horses. And um, I know, like the Hirschbergers in Missouri, they're Belgians. They wear lime green and purple, and you think those colors don't go together. But when you see them on the horses man, does it show off and showcase those horses? It, it, it's kind of neat. And you have the wearing shires decorating in the hot pink on a black horse, that hot pink pops. Um, so when you go to these adjustable cross ties, you can get any color you want for your barn. I'm looking. My colors are blue and yellow, and they do have they have blue and yellow right here on these cross ties. They do. Yeah. And they you, do. See, and $30 a pair, I, I think you need a few. You can go to uh, Shipshawana Harness and Supplies and just search for adjustable cross ties, and it brings them up. Exactly. And you can buy them individually, but, you know, I, I just said $30 a pair and, and makes great gifts, and I'll be ordering mine soon. So let's jump to the Clydesdale store and more. And, and I told you earlier, I so said, let's don't run a commercial for, for my store because – we're just going to talk about some of the fun things that I have. And to follow, to follow the Clydesdale store and more on Facebook, I post pictures about every day. And, Glenn, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. On uh, Cyber Monday, I posted some little kids' pajamas, and I clearanced them out at $10. Yesterday, I felt like I was working at Amazon Warehouse. I was packing pajamas like crazy. I bet we sold 50 pair of pajamas. And I had to go to the post office three times yesterday to ship them out. And we ship pajamas to Canada. We ship pajamas to England, all across. It was, it was just kind of funny to, to think that here I'm in my little barn office shipping pajamas, and I feel like I'm at Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
But anyway, back to the Clydesdale store. Um, if you're just getting into the Christmas spirit, we have uh, Christmas cards. Chris Marcus Stone is one of the top artists in the equine industry, and we are featuring her Christmas cards. You get 10 cards in a pack, and they're just $8. <laughs> Have you sent out your Christmas cards, Glenn? I have not. I think you need to order some. Uh, that, and that's at your store, right? Where, uh, or is that that the uh, is that Clydesdale store anymore? It's, it's at the Clydesdale store, and they are featured on our Facebook page. All right, very good. And uh, you know what? Let me interrupt you there. You got one more, right, at the Clydesdale store? Well, I was just going to talk about the um, Sterling Silver Draft Horse Jewelry. Okay. That has been one of my best sellers. If you are looking for a gift for that special lady, we have jewelry that is made here. If you remember a couple of weeks, oh, I guess it was two episodes ago, I had to do my remote live from the jewelry store because of the internet connection. But again, made here in the USA, the Sterling Silver Jewelry is just amazing. Most prices are around $90, $95, but it will be a gift that will last a lifetime. And it's featured as well on Facebook at the Clydesdale Store and more. The Clyde Breeders of the USA is far more than just a registry for the world's most famous gentle giant. The association sponsors national and regional horse shows, awarding special recognition to exhibitors of top-quality U.S.-bred stallions, mares, and geldings, in addition to the usual hitch and halter classes. A national sale is organized each year, offering the largest selection of Clydesdale horses for sale anywhere in North America. Held in conjunction with the national sale are the association's annual meeting, a member's bank educational seminars, and more. The Clyde Breeders is a very active association and is open to all people interested in the well-being and advancement of the breed. They invite you to become involved in both the association and the Clydesdale industry. They welcome inquiries and new members. It is a full-service organization, and becoming a member is very easy. Visit ClydeUSA.com. That's ClydeUSA.com. And we have a caller here I want to bring in right now. We're going to interrupt our picks here to welcome Lynn from the Draft Horse Journal, who makes all this possible. Hi, Lynn. Good morning, guys. How's everything? Merry Christmas, by the way. We're... Yeah, Merry Christmas. It's time. It is time. It's well, December and, 1st. It's and December. Glenn, <laughs> one of the best gifts that you can give anybody, and we're going to promote this as much as we can, is a subscription to the Draft Horse Journal. That every Everybody that we talk to says the Draft Horse Journal is the go-to magazine. It's the foremost magazine. It's the longest-running magazine all about heavy horses. So, Lynn, if somebody wants to give the perfect gift, a subscription to the journal, tell us how they do that. You can visit us on the uh, Internet at www.drafthorsejournal.com, or you can give us a call here at the office at 319-352-4046, and we'll take care of it for you. The great stocking stuffer. And how, how much are they? If you're in the U.S., it's $35 for a year or 62 for two years. If you're a Canadian, it's $43 for a year or $78 for two years. And when's the uh, next one coming out? Tomorrow, actually, Glenn. Oh, really? Mail tomorrow. Our winner issued us. Yes. Yes. 
So it, it'd be it's too late uh, to get in for that one. I'm I'm assuming, but you uh, so that if they signed up now, when would be the first one they would get? Glenn, it's never too late. We'll mail them <laughs> from here. We'll get yeah. them the winter. I, and honestly, to read. There you go. I have done that for my son. I have called Lynn instead. I let my subscription run out. Forgot. Can you mail it? And in his office staff, they literally will put it in a Manila envelope and send it to you. So it is never, ever, ever too late. What what's some good things in this issue, Lynn, that's going to pique people that want to want to call in and get their subscription? Well, we've got some great uh, stories on sleigh rides, starting with one on the cover. It's up in the Canadian Rockies. Um, it's a must read. Um, we've got one on a Christmas tree farm in Wisconsin that uses horses to um, to harvest the trees. And actually, they won the national contest. Um, to send their tree to the White House this year. Oh, cool. That's wow. a good one. And Bruce Roy wrote about the leading Clydesdale sires in uh, North America and, and Europe this time. So there's always some great reading, but this one this one's especially good. Well, that's good. very cool. Good deal. So we were, we were talking earlier about going to the Waverly Midwest horse sale, and, and, and Glenn said that happens in the spring and the fall. And I said, and it's almost like clockwork. When it happens, it pours rain. Mud. Yep. Mud. Yep. <laughs> and your office is literally a stone's throw away from the Waverly horse sale. It is. But as far as the weather, we've, we've decided that uh, rain, snow, and cold is the perfect combination for selling horses well. So well, I personally think then you can see whether your horse is going to be a good mudder or not, right? So before you buy them, you know whether they're going to do well in the mud. And that's important. Right. You know, we right. always say you don't buy a house unless you've seen it after it's rained hard, because then you know if you've you're got the ba- basements wet and all that stuff. Well, the same with horses. you got to see them in all conditions so you know what you're getting. Same principle. Right. Well, Glenn, Lisa, and Jen, who's behind the scenes, I just wanted to tell you that we really enjoyed our partnership with the Horse Radio Network. We've hosted some great guests here in the last five months, and we're definitely looking forward to providing several more top-shelf podcasts in the new year. We'll We'll do our best to cover the heavy horse industry from stem to stern. As you know, it's a big boat, but we'll aim high. Well, thank you. On behalf of the Draft Horse Journal, I'd like to thank all of our listeners, our readers, and our sponsors, and wish all you the happiest of holidays and the very best of everything in 2017. Well, thanks, Lynn. We appreciate that. You're you're definitely the leader in the space, and uh, uh, we we enjoy working with. You make my job easy, Lynn, and and so for that, I love you. Uh. (laughs) And for for people who'd like to to meet Lynn and and maybe see the Draft Horse Journal staff up close, you're going to be, we'll talk about it in our upcoming events, but you will have your um, booth set up at the at the Midwest Horse Sale in Gordyville coming up in February, and you'll have some back Mid America. You'll have some back issues. You have keychains, T-shirts. Um, you know, we talked about gifts. We should talk about some of the items that you sell at the Draft Horse Journal because I always refer to my son, but he's gotten a lot of gifts from the Draft Horse Journal. Tell us about some of those T-shirts that you feature. Uh, we've got some pretty cool T-shirts. The latest one um, has three um, logos on it, Peace, Love, and the Draft Horse Journal. I think we sent one to Glenn. I'm yet to see him wearing one. I'd really like a picture <laughs> oh, of that Oh, I have it. Soon. I wear it. I did, didn't I send you a picture? 
I think I posted it on Facebook, no. actually. I need to do that. I'll just repost it on Facebook and tag you guys in it. Okay. okay. Yeah, and we've got several other ones um, that we think are clever, like uh, Life is... How's my driving? How's my driving? That sort of I don't thing. want that you can, one, you can because find them then on people our would tell me. I See, I don't want that one, because I don't <laughs> want them telling me how my driving is. So, uh, <laughs> I want to know. Well, it's, well, just like you said, when you, when you get to the... Um, for sale in February, you'll have a lot of that stuff with you and, and people can see you and visit with you and, and Lynette, your wife. And you said it best when you say we have a tremendous industry and this was a dream. I mean, to get the opportunity to work with Glenn and, and Lynn and to promote our draft horse industry, there's others out there that are, are, you know, trying to copy, but we are doing a first class job and so many nice compliments all the time. And Lynn, this was your dream. So so thank you for letting us be a part of your dream. Thank you, guys. It's been great. All right, Keep thanks. doing it. Thanks, Lynn. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. He's, Lynn's got two little boys. I bet he's uh, very intrigued on what to get them for Christmas gifts. <laughs> yeah, and uh, my guess is if they're little boys, it involves video games. That's my guess. But. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. He might have some farm boys. But a couple things that, that Lynn... When he and I talked about gifts, uh, Draft Horse Journal does offer some really first-class gifts as well. A lot of times when we're showing and we close down an aisle because they're getting the horses harnessed or ready for the show arena, a lot of people just put tape across. But the Draft Horse Journal has come up with these beautiful signs that have your own logo on them or a picture of your horse, and it <laughs> simply says, aisle closed. You can get those through the Draft Horse Journal, $75 a pair. Also, your subscriptions, like he said, that is a tremendous way to promote the Draft Horse Journal. Give a subscription. Very good. And then uh, we have time for one more, Lisa. Are you okay over there? Are you dying on me? I'm telling you. I think <laughs> I think the air is getting thin here. <laughs> yes. I didn't know you were that high up. <laughs> uh, no, not today. But <laughs> Well, another thing that at the Draft Horse Journal is they do our custom retractable banners. They are 36 inches by 92. They're freestanding. They're $325. But through the Draft Horse Journal, he will create an ad. And if you've been to different events, a lot of non-horse events are are using these retractable signs. And it's something that's kind of new in our industry. But you send your pictures to Lynn. He will create a banner. And then... It's an easy way to, to travel. It retracts up into a tube, but you can display it with your farm name, your farm pictures, and it's very custom, and it's a personal gift that you could that you could give to the whole family. So those are available at the Draft Horse Journal. Again, $325 for the retractable find. Very cool. I need one of those, actually, for the Horse Radio Network. I should just talk to Lynn and have him design it. You know, the reason I never do that stuff is because I have to get it designed, and that always takes me forever to figure out. So if he just does that, then I'd actually do it. Exactly. You can work with with our Regal Marketing Group. They do them for their members, or Lynn will do them for, you know, for your family. He'll design it, and he'll send you the proof, and Great, great people to work with. We we are lucky in our draft course industry. We have our own Santa Clauses. <laughs> well, thank you, Lisa, so much for for doing these shows with us. It's uh, it, it, you make it easy, and I know that uh, I've heard from a lot of our listeners and auditors that they really enjoy the draft horse show. You know, there's uh, 
you know, we uh, we like the fact that we get to bring a different kind of entertainment to you, uh, no matter what we're talking about, whether it's draft horse or minis or, you know, uh, whatever breed or, or discipline that we do. So thank you so much for being a Thanks. part of it. And you have yourself a Merry Christmas as well. All right. Merry Christmas. And I think the big next event we'll see all of our friends will be at the National Western Stock Show in Denver in January. And that's coming up on, uh, in January. You also have a couple of other events uh, that we didn't get to this month. We have the Lawrence Old Fashioned uh, Horse Drawn Christmas Parade in Lawrence, Kansas on December the 3rd. That's uh, in two days this weekend. We also have the Show Me Breeders Special Horse Sale, and that's on December 16th, and that's in Barnett. Uh, is that Missouri? Missouri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on January 5th and 6th, we have the Bluegrass Sales uh, at the Consignment Auction at Trenton, Kentucky. So that's coming up on January 7th. We have the LaRue Horse and Tax Sale in LaRue, Ohio. And then on January 13th through the 15th, we have the Big Thunder Draft Horse Show in Loveland, Colorado. And of course, the one we talked about last month, my favorite, is the January 17th and 18th Pennsylvania Draft Horse Sale in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which Jennifer has not let me go to. So, um, <laughs> for obvious reasons, because I just want to bring one home. Well, and we can't forget if she doesn't want you to go to buy a horse, come visit me. I'll be out in Harrisburg um, the 7th through the 14th doing the Pennsylvania Farm Show. Their draft oh, yeah, horse yeah. show will be held on that weekend. Oh, so that's your stomping ground. And you, yeah, and you always say how it rains at the other one. Well, it always snows or ices at the Pennsylvania Draft Horse Show or Pennsylvania. I tell you what, it's always something. I have been snowed in. I have been snowed in, and I have been snowed out. And that does not stop a hundred thousand people a day from coming. They all still come. Exactly. All right. Thank you. It's great. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks. A merry little Christmas Let your heart be light From now on Our troubles will be out of sight